media consumers. I'm Brian Curtis. And I'm David Shoemaker. We're the hosts of the Ringer's Press Box podcast. Twice a week, we have a free-flowing conversation where two old, old friends talk about media and sports and a little politics. Plus interviews with guests like John Krakauer and Jamel Hill. Funny stuff like the overworked Twitter joke of the week. Join us every Monday and Friday on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. I think that's right. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Cut the music. Short show. He doesn't care for that. Play the music louder. There we go. (laughs) Nothing to really drive the listeners away. (laughs) It's like, oh, let me adjust my volume. This is soft. They turn it up. He just blew their eardrums. Um, I blame myself. I'm all for a spontaneous lowering of the volume. So, yeah, let's. It's still playing, actually. Oh, we missed the last second. I'm sorry. I think Spontaneous. You did the volume thing again. It's a spontaneity thing. We're back. It's been five days off. It's weird. I hate uh, when I love Has not it? doing work. That's oh, always yeah. great. But uh, no, arms no, no arms and no legs is basically <laughs> how you live now. When, when we, whenever we're off, even an extra day, it seems weird going back. So I have some VRBO advice and a little story from our weekend I'd like to share. But I want to start with the national. I want to get into a, a card oh, topic card. right off the bat. Do it. Let's say, let's do all the things. I've there actually had, got a video that we can play too that's related to this. To the National? Yeah, buddy. There's been a lot of talk about the National. And here's the thing. You, you notice there is a big, there's a major trickle down effect in the hobby, which is fine, right? Like if we talk about something, mm-hmm. and granted, there's a ton of other country creators who do a billion things or whatever. But if we talk about something, and, and vice versa, by the way, if I see other people talking about it, I will talk about it. Sure. So SCN sense. talks about something, we'll see a number of other podcasts kind of allude to that thing, or maybe they're talking about the same story or whatever. The same is very much true on the YouTube side of contact, of content. Contact with Jodie Foster, though. Great also movie, a great, great movie. movie. Thank you. Okay. Um, so Sports Card Radio came out with a video. And again, this is not a knock on them. It was their opinion. Fine. The, the National is very overrated. Do you like think it, that stems from all the people posting all the stuff about how expensive it is to go? So, yeah, so I think some of that plays into it, the current state of the market. But then what happened is there's been a billion other smaller content creators than them. Again, they kind of follow the lead of the top dog. So they mm-hmm. take that, they make their own. And it's been spilling into the Facebook group. I don't know if you saw that this weekend. Like, yeah, was thinking about going to nationals. Now I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. I, I ended up deleting a bunch of posts because it just turned into just like crapping on the national for no reason. Oh, okay. I just want to say this as somebody who is in the hobby and not. Let me take off my industry hat for a minute. All right. Are as you putting a, on a different hat or just leaving? I don't no want to talk about the hat I'm wearing. No hat. Okay. As just a collector, somebody who loves cardboard, period. Yep. The national is by far the most exciting, entertaining, interesting card show that you will ever be a part of. Tell me why. You will see things you never see before. The sheer volume of what you're looking for. If you're a set nerd like I am with certain things, you can chase down random stuff. Mm-hmm. If you want to see just awesome rare cards, it doesn't have to be five, six figure cards either. Just crazy, cool, rare stuff. And you have a shot to buy that. The Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain I got last year was like oh, a, yeah. a good example of that. Like something you just don't ever see. So I, I just think it's awesome. It's it's an overwhelmingly awesome event, in my opinion. Now, yes, there are a number of tables where pricing is terrible, but but that is also a largely overstated fact. There's a number of guys there who understand, hey, I just spent eight grand to get here. I need to I, I need to move volume. Absolutely. You've seen I want to get your opinion in a minute. Not now, because it's not as important as mine. But- I think 
Don't ever start a sentence like that again. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no. So from my perspective, again, totally, because if we're going to go industry side, it's, yeah, it is literally, and I didn't believe in this really until this thing took off. Mm-hmm. The whole in-person networking, the amount of deals oh, you sure. and I have struck, sponsorships, all that stuff, those things still happen in, in person by and large. Relationship building, all that is huge. Yeah. But take that all away. If you're in a position to go to the national, I think it is an awesome show. To, like, I just think it's an awesome event. Mm-hmm. The events surrounding it, I think are great. I do. We're not, by the way, they're not a sponsor. We don't do anything official with the, the, the national sports card collector, whatever the NSCC. Oh yeah. 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 Ray. Yeah. We're not getting anything. Out no, of this but I do. I think it is like a, an amazing event. Like I just I do don't now, now your perspective. You've been to three. Mm, yeah, this will be yeah. your fourth. Wait, 2001 mm. was nope. my first one. No, you were a freshman in high 2021. school. 2021. What's wrong with me? 21, 22. So this will be my third. Third national. Oh, only your third. Okay. Yeah, Chicago, Atlantic City, and now Chicago again. Okay. So then your perspective, a little bit different this time in Chicago. Last time we had an HBO crew with us. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Um, this year, I'm, I will say this year I am excited to go because I think that we are in a stage in the hobby where you've seen such a huge influx of people. They're already predicting more people than any other national, which I feel like all the nationals I've been to again, too, uh, have been like that where it's like, Oh, well there's going to be more than any other year past, you know, or whatever the case. I think that's because you're also, what you're going to get out of that is you're going to get a smarter, savvier clientele who isn't going to accept the bad tables that are there buying and selling for way more than it should be or way you know, offering way less than they should be offering. Real quick interjection. I'll let you get back to your yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah. To that point too, I've heard a number of people, all these guys know they're upside down. They're looking at a chance at the national to dump this. These guys, if you are still holding cards of your way upside down on, you were upside down on them last year. Yes. This, this oh, is, yeah. And this is not the market where guys are like, oh, but I'm going to get it anyways, because hey, to your point, I think the guys who were like, hey, I'm upside down and going to get rid of cards have already done that to a large degree. For sure. And the amount of sellers who are just like, I guess I'll pay more in person. That diminishes every year, which it should. Yeah. Just because you pay to set up doesn't mean I should pay a premium. Now, if it's a rare card, I don't see it a lot. I'll pay 95 bucks for that $80 Brady because I get it. It's in my hands. I'm done. But I agree. The educated consumer. Back to your but thoughts, Jesse Gibson. I think it's, too, that the hobby has also ta- taken a listening ear to what everyone has had to say over the last couple of years. Granted, whatever you think about social media for the hobby— it, you know, it can be great. Sometimes it can be absolute trash other times, but it has been very useful for getting voices out there, getting people heard. It's informative. Oh, absolutely. For but sure. It, and it also gives uh, those companies who are setting up an idea of what they actually need to put out there because all these like, you know, big companies call it, you know, Beckett, Panini, uh, SGC, all these grading companies, all these other firms that are coming in with millions and millions of dollars. They're going to have marketing teams. They're going to have people who say, oh, I think we should do this and that. But really what's great is that we have social media as the end-all, be-all, best marketing out there to give you the ideas that you need to set up the best kind of show possible. And I think that they're really listening to that kind of information, that which in turn makes for a better show for the average consumer, the average goer. So overall... Again, I've been to two of these shows. I've been to multiple other card shows, but two two of the actual nationals. I think that we keep getting better experiences because we're getting more of these things that people are asking for. And that's why I'm excited to go myself. That there are other downsides. There's yeah, it costs sixteen hundred dollars for a four night stay. Well, I mean, I think you can get it for eleven hundred, but we we got the room that has uh, a mini fridge in there. We don't like to brag about that. We got two but rooms, right? Don't worry about that. I may have just canceled one and pocketed the money you paid. Um, but- I don't remember paying you. <laughs> That's a true statement, dummy. Actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I haven't it. paid you. <laughs> All right, never mind. We, still have two, we have two rooms. But I'll, overall, like, yeah, there are some downsides to it. But in, at the end of the day, it, you also, this time of year, you're hearing everyone building up for this event. Yep. You're hearing people, like, going and getting cards graded. You're hearing people holding off on selling something or holding off on buying something because of this event. Yep. I think it ultimately, it leads to a very, very fun, but also a lot of money exchanging, a lot of really ben- really good benefits for the hobby at this event. Let me just say the other side of that too. If you're somebody who's not in a position to go, like I, I've only been to five or six, oh, six, I guess. I did just fine in the hobby without the national ever being a part of my life as well. Oh yeah. That's no fair. problem there either. Yeah. 
Can you also just absolutely do phenomenal at some of these smaller card shows going in and cleaning out tables and doing? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying all things being equal, if you can get here without a real struggle financially, I think it is worth it. I think it's an awesome event. The other thing you just mentioned, though, the lead up is one of the traditional trends that I think still holds up this year. Uh, there were so many other trends, like when me and you first started doing the show. Oh, well, this time of year I do this, and this time we threw everything out the window for the last two and a half years because it was such a mess. Mm -hmm. Everything was like so ridiculously volatile, nuclear, either good or bad. It was like, I don't know what to do here. So these trends mean nothing. That is one trend. The lead up to national is almost always, from my experience, been the slowest time in the card market. Yeah. Almost always. Uh, By like, the way, we have no new releases, so that's also slow, just for all those listening for later in the show. I just, it's going to be a slow day. That's all I'm saying. True. 32 <laughs> minutes left. Um, no, 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 excuse me, 30. I said 40 30, minutes left. Yeah. So that is true. That is as true this year as it ever has been. You're going to see guys like you just mentioned, a lot of guys and even customers of mine. And I get a lot of people reaching out, especially since I've started really breaking again. Hey, man, sorry, to, you know, sorry to have been involved in breaks lately. Uh, just saving up for the national. Or, hey, I've got a ton of stuff at a grading company because I'm waiting to bring it to the national mm -hmm. or I'm saving up. So I think that is also a very real factor as well. But I did just want to give, like, at least my opinion. I know there are times I also just think every, everything in the hobby is terrible. And if you just go crazy negative and just rip things apart, it's it like gets you more clicks, views, whatever. There's plenty of that where I think it's actually valid. I, the national topic, I don't. Like, I think it's an yeah. awesome show. If you yeah. said you can go to the national or not go to the national, any day of the week, I'm, I would say go. I think it's a, I think it's well worth the trip. Well, I think it's to your point that you brought out at the beginning. There's already been a few other, you know, TikToks, Instagram reels, whatever you want to call it, where people are talking about like, oh, is it worth the money to do this? I think it all comes down to money at the end of the day. I think the majority sure. of everyone would go if it was free to go. You know, like it comes down to, I would like cards. We're going to be the most card people, the most variety of cards. It's the national. Why wouldn't I go? Oh, well, it may be a little more expensive. Sure. That's and if, probably the And reason. if that's the issue, like totally understand, not necessary for you to go in your collecting journey, fine. But if it's not that, I wouldn't not go because somebody's like, I think it's overrated. That I guess that is my bigger point here. But are we going to be co-sponsoring an event on Thursday night for a hobby related uh, karaoke contest with Mojo Breaks? Maybe. Oh, is that happening? Yeah. That's an independent event, by the way. That's I, just, I just event. dominate. Absolutely. Be nice if you redeem yourself We will yourself be judging that event, though. I don't know if we can participate. I mean, you know I'm going to participate. Just to be but clear, I love the Mojo guys. There's not, sure. a, there's not a single person at that company who's going to keep that mic away from me if I decide I want it. Can I tell you the amount of Creed that I sang yesterday and how good I am at singing Creed and have decided Creed will be my new go-to karaoke band? Hold me now. I'm six feet from the edge, and I'm thinking. Dude, jump. <laughs> that makes me think it. Is that good? Did that make you feel things? Yeah, it, it made did. Me think what I just said. It did. Um, I hope it's a high cliff. Does that help? <laughs> six feet from the edge. I hope that cliff is high enough to really leave no doubt. <laughs> okay. we, are, we are a show of definitiveness. <laughs> um, we had a we we took a turn there, but I do want to go back to real quick. So um, as we lead up to the national, we'll give you know there are gonna be guys who ask questions of what's the best thing to do. We'll do that. How to do all the that official kind of thing. show breakdown for sure. Yeah, for sure. A couple the, weeks from now. We but I, do it, it is funny that uh, this morning I saw this little clip and I did want to get your take on it though. Cue you it cool up. to do that? All right. So if you me... have the drop ready. I'm always excited. It could be stupid. I don't care. All right. Let me get. I, the... I shared a nice clip with you right before we started recording. I don't. You know. You do know. You know those clips are never to be shared with anyone. All right. Here we go. I'm going to turn this up and I'm going to let you see it and let the audience listen to it. Okay. You want to be the first person in the room to get all the good stuff before everyone else does. All the good cards go very quick. So who is pause you pause be the first one to see the. Who is this? Oh. Well, it doesn't matter right now. It's somebody called uh, Take Profit Cards or something like okay. that. I don't Sorry, know. I like to know who's talking. Yeah, yeah. Best cards in the showcase, which are typically the center of the of each showcase. So I like to go around, feel the room, see what vendors are around, and just get a general idea of what's going on in the show. You want to be the first person. All right. In so the overall, his take is you want to be the first there in the room, getting to see the cards, get to see what the best cards are, get. When I heard that, I had a really different take, but I was curious what your thought was. 
That's interesting. I mean, I, I don't know that it makes that much of a difference. I don't know. My thought was, okay, you're getting in there. You're seeing if it's first off, it's the best cards. I mean, my thought is if it's the best cards, it's going to probably be the most expensive more than likely, or at least going to be priced accordingly. Therefore, I don't think you're getting any kind of deal or anything like that. Now, if you're, if money isn't an object, then sure. Yeah. Be the first in there but, to but see what is there is. For 99.99. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I, I mean, some of his points are valid though, right? Like when you're setting up your showcase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it, and it doesn't even have to be best cards, like value wise, but have like nice stuff. I think your showcase should really epitomize what you have sure. in your, on your table. Yeah, uh, but if I I'm a goer, part. I don't think my first goal is to get there very first thing to see all the cards. My if I'm a goer and, and money is is an object, then I want to get there and see what what deals can be made and where I can, you know, because people have asked what's the best day to go. If you're asking this gentleman, it would be you know Wednesday or something sure. whenever the doors finally open for people. But I wouldn't necessarily think you're going to get best deals that day. I think I you're bad. getting worse deals that day. I was underwhelmed by that video. I thought it was going to be like a real hot take. I don't. I thought, I, I I thought that no... was a hot take because that's one thing that I don't think I've heard anyone say before as far as be there first. Uh, get there before everyone else. Here's the only thing that's nice about that, and I've had this happen. Brew has done this in the past. You'd walk in on Thursday morning. He was already done. Because Wednesday, he's like, yeah, I cut deals. Oh, and like clear but he's a Pokemon table. guy, and those well, guys no, no, want he was that sports. stuff. No, he was all sports back then. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so I do think there's some appeal, but I don't think it's like a hard, fast rule. Okay. I don't have much of a reaction, yay or nay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not really surprised. or underwhelmed by that take. Okay. I'm whelmed. Uh, I'll take a whelm if that's all yeah, I can get. Uh, are small breakers doomed? That is the question so, that many are asking. Here's the thing. If you're going to have a five-bedroom, four-bathroom house oh on God. VRBO, oh God. put a few bucks into the furniture, Calvin and John. <laughs> I, I The house was great that we stayed at, me and Jesse and my By the mom, way, this has nothing to do with small breakers. If anyone was curious what's happening right now. It has a lot to do. If you're going to advertise it, yeah. just throw a few bucks. The, the couch, I've never seen anything as dumb as that couch in my life. It was a <laughs> massive God. sectional. Yeah, I was there. Every piece was like a floating piece. It was. Nothing was connected. Also, it wasn't even on a rug, so it sh- slid very well. No, it's garbage. Yeah. Sheets, 100% cotton. <laughs> garbage. No, not a cotton. Nylon. I don't know what it was. It wasn't cotton. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. How about the bathroom towels? We never even talked about that. One, it's Too a postage. Hard. It's a postage stamp next to me. But I mean, that's that's not. Uh, yeah, it's not. not it's not a big towel to be generous. And there's two of them in a twin bathroom in a Jack and Jill yeah. bathroom. And there, guess what? Nothing in the closets. No pantry. You can't. There's no extra towel. I wasn't thrilled. My so we took the master suite because we paid the cleaning and security. I was like, oh, it's gonna be this? extra. This will be the last point. That master suite we, me and Hannah had, had to be a thousand square feet. Oh, the, the all master, three rooms. It was don't ridiculous. get me started but on the master then, suite, bro. That was like twelve hundred feet. Yeah, I was like, why isn't this a little bit nicer? <laughs> you can't. Okay, uh, eBay breakers are doomed. That's um, it. Well, <laughs> honestly, I think it's just small breakers in general because I have a couple other points to go Th- along with is, it. But you, you are dead on, by the way. That is the real storyline here. Yes. Small breakers are doomed. Well, small breakers find something you can control and do very well. Yeah. Or you're doomed. I think so. I think you're, you know what you're going to start seeing more and more of? You're going to see more and more a rise of some of the, like Leaf, I think is going to be poised to pick up pro, uh, distributors pretty well here because the big companies, Panini, where you can't, you already can't get Panini product unless you already have something set up with distributors. And then Fanatics, we already know that they're limiting, strict limiting who's getting product for that. Yep. So at the end of the day, the only product that a lot of these guys are going to have access to is retail or products that historically people haven't really wanted. Or you're going to see the rise and, of. Go oh, ahead. go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to. You said go ahead and then you start talking. Well, you did too. So go ahead. So then you uh, go, so go then ahead. you're gonna see, I think the other the other niche though, can you have somebody who really carves out the singles market for their breaking yep, channel? Yep. Can you have somebody really carve out a repack product that does well and actually takes care of guys and is done correctly? Yeah. I think there's a huge opportunity there for that. But those aren't sexy. No. Hey, here's 10 cases. And they take fight. more work. They take more work. And they take capital. And the reason why we're even discussing this to begin with, if you haven't heard, is that eBay put out an email to many breakers who list breaks uh, as individual items for sale on eBay. Right. So a PYT, the angels are an item for sale. Yep. The Dodgers. Yep. Good. They've basically said <clears throat> you, the majority of you will no longer be able to do this as of 
July 18th. Like TikTok, by the way. Yeah. We're still going to allow it, but you have to be on our, our list. Yep. So I don't hate, by the way. Yeah. Because I do. Be good. And like TikTok has actually been very open with that now. Mm-hmm. Like TikTok's allowing a lot of people to do it, which I think is great. The, you know. The person I spoke to who he said he's been in contact with eBay about this, he said that they are going to allow about a thousand people at first to be sellers of break spots on uh, on the eBay platform. But as of July 18th, if you have not gotten, you know, the email saying that you're vetted, there's not an application. You can't apply to get in. You can't really do anything. You just are either in or you're out. And a lot of guys are already getting notices that they are out because apparently they're also emailing to let you know that you have not made it. So at the end of the day, what are we seeing? We're seeing... Platforms like Fanatics Live that's about to go, and they already have, they've got a waiting list. They've got a, a limited amount of people that are going to join that. You've got uh, eBay, which we just discussed. You've got other smaller breaking platforms that are doing less and less. They have less traction. I think what you're seeing is what inevitably is going to be a real reducing down of the options for breaking out there, which I see a positive and negative to that. It definitely adds to some regulation, which is like, by the way, you mentioned Fanatics. Yeah. This was funny. We just got tagged in this. Uh-huh. Fanatics Live tweeted this three hours ago, asking for a novice. Who should I follow if I can't get enough hobby talk? Oh. Let me just say why this whole post annoys me. The first five comments are guys posting themselves. Oh, uh, did we post ourselves? No. Oh, and I just want to make sure it. I send this to you because I don't want you. I don't think you would do this, but if the interns do this, I will delete all of our socials. But did someone tag us though? Cage tagged us, which is fine. Well, he knows better. That's the right, that's I think the he right choice. So first, but that's okay. That's no, okay. I'm just kidding. He might um, but yeah, bottom line is I do think we're seeing a point in the hobby where breakers, if you are not already setting yourself apart, if you're not already doing something yeah. to, to differentiate, you are, you don't have a lot of options left. I agree. Yep. And again, the the upside to this is cool. There's more regulation. There's more accountability. Less customers will get taken advantage of. The downside mm-hmm. is I don't think this is now a business where you can walk in as a startup no. and think like, hey, this is what I should do. Do you want to share the theory that you had that you talked to me about over the weekend? You thought Why that you there share could be regulation uh, to the point of... I do. Yeah, yeah. So this is actually something I brought up to Jesse. So when eBay announced this, mm-hmm. of course, TikTok announced this too. And in their original thing, they said just no more breaking yep. because there were some potential gambling uh, issues involved. Oh, and don't forget, I know this was like, they, they said it was because of music copyrights, but there was another 80,000 member Facebook group or something, or maybe more than that, that just got shut down. But that was like, even in the Facebook message, it specifically said... That they were playing, they were playing music or whatever was, in the background. I think it was copyright infringement. Copyright, which is yeah. true. Like they would take down your videos, anyways. Sure, but but yeah, my overall point is, I do think we're going to come into a world where this breaking thing is going to become something that's much more viewed as a game of chance of some kind, mm-hmm. and regulation is going to come down on the gaming side of this. Which, again, all of these things as one-offs mean nothing. But when I see fanatics go out and buy uh, points bet. Whatever they just bought for 150 million, I yeah, think it was. I don't remember the crazy name of it, amount but of money. Yes, DraftKings doing live breaks on their channel yep. with a, a kid who doesn't even deserve to don't, look at cards. Yeah, I, don't talk about that. That's not good. somebody message us about. Can't no, be, doesn't matter. That's not going to be. They, they, they said they listen to the show. Don't listen after that. Um, you, you see, eBay and TikTok get much more strict and stringent. And TikTok, by the way, no randomizing of stuff, no random teams. Mm-hmm. Those type of things, I think, can be viewed by some as a gamble. Yeah, that's sure. why we don't really do that type of breaking because I've kind of always held a similar view to a degree. Yeah. Uh, and again, a lot of it to me is more of what else is available in the break. What can you potentially hit? But, you know, I think there's a real world where there is so much money and forever people have said, oh, well, there's all this money being made. Eventually, something's going to come in. And we thought the end all be all was fanatics. Like they were the 800 pound gorilla that was going to come into the space. Yeah. That's nothing compared to, well, I shouldn't say it's nothing. It's a huge. It's still big. They're still going to be massive. But if it comes down that breaking on any of these platforms, you have to have other licenses. Yeah, to when the do, government gets involved. It's a different animal. So I don't know that. I'm not speaking from anything like, hey, I got this tip or anything. Yeah. I just started looking at some of these moves and I thought, you know, that that could actually be a real thing. Well, you know, in the, the future. I know for a while now, Whatnot has had rules on their page that just said, if you are going to do a break, if you're going to be a breaker, you have to send them something. 
that basically yeah. says there are other rules. You can also just steal whatever you want. So. Well, you, no, <laughs> well, I think that rule is kind of. not uh, not enforced. I would be very surprised uh, to hear that that has been enforced more than one time. Um, however, it is just something to think about. Uh, speaking of eighty thousand. This is uh, another. By the way, Fanatics note. Live. If you're looking for people to listen to, right here. What are we doing? Yeah, that should have to just been an to? obvious. I yeah. mean, if you're talking YouTube, we don't have a YouTube presence as tiny. To listen to, yes. do me a favor and look down the list of people who raised their hands and tell me one of those you can sit down for more than 20 minutes and listen to. Thank you. Should we go ahead and just post it? I won't say anything. Listen to us. Oh, oh boy, we're gonna talk about cardboard. Uh, this is some. I might ex- do this voice the rest of the show. That would be a choice. Or 2020 podcast, Mike. Yeah, kid, listen to the pod, huh? I'm from Boston. Egg rolls. No. What? Lobster roll. Is it egg roll or lobster? Eighty thousand. One of those con- comes from a country in <laughs> Asia. The other comes from Maine. Some would say that's its own country as well. Maine? Absolutely. Here is what the exclusive breaking news is. Um, I think we actually are the first ones to talk about this. I got an anonymous. They chose to be anonymous uh, tip. But Where'd you get if this you were tip? in the, it does, uh, this I came it. off of Discord. Uh, oh, never mind. If you, well, it is now substantiated. Uh, if you live in the California area, you're probably very, uh, very familiar with Burbank sports cards. We just had and Rob was just on the we show. We just had Rob on the show, not maybe a month ago. And that was a very popular show. Guys really appreciated his takes on the breaking world and just cards in general. Well, it turns out over at Burbank sports cards that one of their employees for a matter of time, uh, not exactly sure how long, but for a st- substantial amount has been stealing direct from the company, basically taking in cards then deleting them out to the tune of $80,000, according to the arrest warrant that went out on the 16th. This gentleman has been arrested, uh, $20,000 bail, I believe, at this time. However, Can you pay that in cards? <laughs> that's a fair question. The, the source also did say that this person uh, stole much, much more than 80000 The 80000 is what they have been able to, uh, I guess, uh, they, it's not gone to court, so they can't prove, prove, but... 80,000 is the number that's being thrown around. However, they're saying that number is a tiny fraction of what they actually took. So if you are owning a card shop, I can't imagine that Rob isn't doing his due diligence. Everybody, we all think we're doing our part, but it doesn't mean that you can get lax and just trust. And obviously they didn't because they ended up catching him. I'm not sure exactly the process that they went through to do that. However, uh, they did recover some of the cards I was told. Um, but there's still much, much more gone. So keep an eye out. If you're running anything in the hobby, this isn't, yeah, we call it a hobby, but at the end of the day, you're dealing with thousands upon thousands of cards. We have visited so many different card shops and just places where they hold product. And sometimes I am absolutely astonished about the lack of security that people have in like just a, a charming face and a camera could get in and be like, Hey, yeah, we're doing this for TikTok or whatever the page, the pages, and we're going to get you some views. And all of a sudden they have access to hand away from a case that's worth $50,000 or more. It does just make me concerned that this, we've already seen people stealing, but people are going to get smarter at stealing too. And obviously things like this happen. So that's ridiculous that they said that there's only a fraction of what they think the amount is. Yeah. I, How do you not know? That's a lot of things. And, well, I don't know. I, don't, I believe I don't want to go to shop. So the, the comments uh, from this gentleman make me feel like he may be closer to that situation than, uh, than we know. But anyways, that's what we know. Um, we've got a, a few other interesting stories, but I did want to talk about bounties for a second. Did you see that there's an, another, well, there's no. been two bounties since the last time we talked about it. Of course, we're very familiar with the Drew Jones bounty, right? The $250,000 that got hit. Yep. Dave and Adams paid that one out. Uh, and we did talk about the $1 million Lord of the Rings ring card. The one that's of still one out? that's still out. No one has claimed that as of yet. Again, Dave and Adams uh, putting up the bounty for that one. Uh, we know the 1.5 million bounty from shine for that black Luca one of one that that's that one's oh, still from out. 27, uh, 2018 prism. Yep. Yep. But now there's two other ones. Um, so, the smaller one is the Cassian Andor, uh, the actor Diego Luna. It's from Star Wars. So it's a Star Wars bounty for $15,000. What, what movie is this from? Uh, Cassian was in uh, the Rogue One, but he's also in the Andor series on Disney+. Oh, Plus. Okay. 
I heard it's very good. I actually haven't watched that one, but I loved Rogue One, so I believe it. Uh, anyways, uh, one of one $15,000 bounty put it put up by Dave and Adams in Daps is also associated with this one, too. But do you now, want to talk to those people? Yeah, I do, actually. I do want to get Daps back on, or on for the first time. Because Daps officially. reached out to get the PR yeah. person or something. Um, we'll, we'll have them on. I'll say this. If we have them on again, if they screw up the time zone, <laughs> dead forever. Dead. Absolutely. Right, you want to well, reach out not like physically, but well, maybe physically too. Well, I don't know. No. Don't miss appointments. Oh uh, yeah. I'll reach out. And okay. then finally the latest bounty came out. I believe today backyard put out a $125,000 bounty for the one of one Cade Cunningham logo man. Uh, but the, there is a catch. You have to pull it with them. So obviously you can see bounties are there. You know, they're good if you pull the card, but they're also a way to start drawing in audiences. I sure. mean, that's, I think, what a lot of these bounties are meant to do, right? They're meant to promote the product. So you buy more. There's more people out there trying to get it so they can win that card. At the end of the day, what I, I'd like to know your take. What is your overall take on bounties? I think it plays right into the word we were just talking about, gambling. Yeah, I, I think too. it's a I, perfect way to just entice people. Like the majority, 99% of my customers would see a bounty and just not give it a second thought because they are going to buy who they're going to buy mm -hmm. for the reasons they've already predetermined. And that's it, period. I don't think it makes any difference to most people. It wouldn't to me. I'm not paying more to buy into a break on a bounty. It's a yeah. chase and I'm not throwing my money after a chase. I just, I just refuse to do it. Um, I think it's good for headlines now and again. Cool. But yeah, in and, and honestly for their crowd, the guys who are chasing flawless like that, mm -hmm. I think backyard offering a bounty is actually pretty good. Like, it's a smart business idea for them. I think it will drum up a bunch of business. Uh, for me, I'm trying to think. Of, oh, oh, three and two. I just got home, so I have a bunch of cases of three and two Panini baseball at the house. Okay. Uh, we're going to break some tonight. If I had 10 cases of that, and I'm going to line them all out. Hey, if we pull the Babe Ruth one-on-one -on -one cut auto, I don't think that's even in the product, but just whatever. We're doing this for a bounty. I don't think a single person in my community is like, you know what? I'm going to throw extra money at every case now to do that. Yeah. I don't think they'd care. Yeah, which again I think is speaks to a more sustainable sustainable uh, community. I, I so I think it's cool. I think it's good for headlines. I don't think it does much for the regular person. I think this is for your crazy high end guys who are chasing massive stuff. And so to that degree, I don't care. Good, good on them. Like for that crowd, I think it's okay. I do think that bounties are are good and like for the reasons that you named. But then, if we are going to start offering these bounties up, when does it get to the point of Oh, that's like a lottery system. Yeah, but the jackpot on this week's lottery is a million dollars. I'm going to go buy my ticket, which well, is and, by buying my pack of cards or whatever the case well, is. Well, and my other thought is, too, how much of this price is going to be baked into other cases you do leading up to it? Absolutely. Because in you general. You, you have to be foolish to think that bounty, or that backyard's not benefiting. Or anybody, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even... of course. I shouldn't just single them out because sure. other people are doing it. But you have to be foolish to think that these other companies that are putting out bounties aren't getting something back for it. Which, by the way, you should. I'm not even knocking that. Well, if I you're just, marketing, but, you should but, get something back for your but money. that's something I, don't, I wouldn't subscribe to personally, so I don't do it. But that's, and that's, again, going back to the point we made earlier uh, as far as gambling and the, we, again, haven't heard anything, but it's starting to look more and more like that. And obviously like we already know is exactly it, it. We already know that there's a big crossover as far as like the actual participants, people who like cards also like to gamble. So you can see why they would start to do it. It makes sense as far as users and appealing to them. But I swear to Lord, why did you choose to pick up a plastic bag and crink I've been looking. You know at, this is an audio podcast, I've right? I've been looking at that thing. It's a big bag of candy. I've been sugar free oh since last Thursday. God. Even before that, I've been looking at this bag of freaking candy. I'm getting angry. I just noticed it. It's bright yellow. It's been sitting next to me the whole time. I've literally just noticed that I couldn't hear a word you were saying. Had to go. I did that for you. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm the, tell you I right was now, the one who was going I'm after it. Checked out. If I got to keep looking at it. That's, that's it. it. No that's problem. It. That's it. Hey, I, Bounty I, talk I, I do want to give some credit to something the backyard just did. I thought was actually pretty awesome. Okay. Did you see the video of Grant with... Um, oh I can God. tell you I did not. Trey Lance. I think it was Trey Lance. Oh, actually, I did. At a basketball game. <laughs> yeah. I think it was the basketball game. Showing him around, cards. Well, he don't show him cards. He gave him a gold something. Oh, a gold Jimmy Butler kaboom or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I actually thought it was kind of a cool moment. Hey, you know what? Little Bowling. stuff like that. Look at me. All I'm all about positivity. I did. I thought that was actually pretty Speaking neat. of positivity, someone no. asked oh, us to talk no. about this just to make sure we knew. 
the messy one of one out of uh, select box. So did you hear about this at Target? There's a $30 soccer select box that I think it was actually DC sports. Um, I want to say they're a consignment company, but yeah. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Zach, um, DC sports. So Hey, he took his daughter to go get some cards. Daughter picks up as they're leaving this $30 last box of select pulls out the one of one messy patch auto card from this box. I think, I mean, they're saying easy six figures. I don't know exactly. I don't need but that card to be in retail. Th- that, well, and I think that's a, what some people, you know, when we look past the fact that this little girl pulled this card, that's amazing and great. But then it's What's like, the DC why con- hang was on. that in a retail What's the box? DC card connection? They're he the was, guy. He's the one. Zach pulled this? Well, his daughter did. I mean, I don't know the guy's what? name 100%, but I do know that it was his account and his daughter pulled the card. How do you not, how do you not hear about this? Anyways, um, I do think that it's really fun, though. I think it's great and exciting, and I want there to be really good cards in packs like that. And you know it's got to be rare, but I am just kind of shocked that they put that in a retail package. Typically, that would never be there, right? Or is that just an assumption that's not actually substantiated? I'm so sorry. I'm trying to type the message to confirm this story. (laughs) You don't have to confirm. It's on many social media platforms. I'm asking you, is it actually true, or is it just assumed that Big cards like that are not in retail. Yeah, for sure. I, and I don't think it should be. I'm okay with you getting a massive hit out of a retail box. Hobby boxes are way more expensive. Stuff like this, case chases, mm-hmm. should product chases should only be in hobby, to my opinion. Okay. All right. I, nuts, I would agree dude. with that, too. Um, yeah, there there is that one other video that we can talk about, or we can go to mailbag, whatever you want. What's but the other video? The other one was the um, basically buy the card, not the grade. It was the idea that some people are checking already graded cards, and if it looks like it should be better or higher grade, sending it off to have it regraded. In one case, it was a PSA 8 Pokemon card that got cracked, oh, resubbed, yeah. and got a black label BGS 10 Um Absolutely insane thing to do. But at the end of the day, they made the point of like, buy the card, not the grade. If it looks better than it is, then they're, I mean, maybe you do have a real shot because something like that does happen. So that's insane, by the way. Yeah. We didn't have to watch the video. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. You just, you just saved it. A picture (laughs) is worth a, well, they weren't going to be able to see it anyway. So it's perfect. Well, we do have video. So this may have made the YouTube content. By the way, if you don't already know, you. You didn't get this. <laughs> I'll use that as the screenshot. That's the, that'll be great. Thumbnail. Thank um, you. If you didn't know, we do uh, put out clips about a week after the original show airs on our YouTube page. Like and subscribe. Please do those things. I don't know. Comment. Do whatever. I don't care. Just don't tell me about it. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. That's fair. Um, by the way, uh, just a reminder, oh, SGC is doing a special $9 grading for 2023 Series 2 and... They're doing $15, no upcharge on any NFL card grading right now. Uh, Check it out if you're looking to get cards graded before the national. Why do you have a note on here? Big things coming in quotes with a question mark. What does that mean? Uh, We talked about it. It was on a past show and that comment can be deleted. So now we don't have to worry about that anymore. So nothing's coming. Okay, good. Well, actually, you told me, remember, you told me to text. And I said, I'm trying to text, but we're still talking. And I couldn't text. And I ended up texting him. And he did get back to me. And he did, like I said, said there are things coming that he can't talk about. So boom, bam. Mailbag. I do remember that. By the way, other breaking news. My modem got fried last night. So after the show, I need you to stick around and pick one at Best Buy. I can go pick up. I don't want to wait on these Amazon clowns. I sent you a link. No, no, no. I knew Best Buy, I said. Why don't you just go to the Walmart? The Because you said I got to buy another thing with that. I don't want to have to buy two. Th- I just want to buy one. Well, I already looked at Best Buy. They don't have it. In they have stock. nothing that's like a one and one. Not the inside. Trust me. That's why I gave you the Walmart one. Dude. Best Buy is a freaking joke. Are they a show sponsor? <laughs> I don't know, but Good. I want to say no. Idiots. Uh, mailbag. Zeppi Barelli starts off with some heat. He says, with some of the top QBs possible. Can I? I don't know what's happening. I swear. Zach and his daughters. Pulled this thing. You're a moron. That is insane. Oh so, no, I'm so the sorry. Owner, I didn't though. mean that. That was a mean thing. That's stupid of me to it's even almost said like you that. didn't hear anything about patience. This past <laughs> I just, I apologize. But you know, I told you that. No, no, no I wanted to confirm. And it was I know actually it's been him, substantiated. It, no, no, but, but, but his hands it, are in it. And it even says him. But I just meant, is it something? Oh, we have this on consignment coming to us. That's no, why. Yeah, yeah. That's why I thought it. Yeah. No, I, I don't appreciate. Here's the thing. You, you know, know it's my fault. You know, I got overly angry and that's 
on you know what I don't have... do is take shots like that personally you... at people. <laughs> You've that's, never done it, and you won't ever do that's it. That's what I don't do. That's what people know about I you. I built a brand around positivity and being friendly, and so I'm just going to say this. I don't appreciate. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The rich get richer. Let me just say I that. I love you so Holy much. Holy crap. Borelli. Cut that, Carlos. With some of the top QBs possibly having exclusive fanatic steals, how will XRC auto polls from Select be handled? Will they simply go to the next QB? That is a great question. Like, I pulled something. I want you to look at so like you can tell the audience. <laughs> That's something you would pull. What is it? All right. So after that question, I read that question and I started looking into it on eBay. There are a number of these cards that are labeled as, um, you know, That's XRCs. X- correct. And they're listed as like, say, QB1 mm-hmm. or QB2. And so people are selling them as, oh, this is the Bryce Young rookie XRC or the CJ Stroud XRC because it'll say, either auto two or QB two or it'll say QB one or so way, on and so forth. A lot of those are not autos either, by the way. Yeah. It, it, I think on these, they'll specifically say Correct. auto. Yep. Um, but what's your going, question, Jesse, they're going from uh, 1600 uh, for some of the autos or more. If it says QB one, the assumption means it's the first QB that's drafted. Well, that's not an assumption. That is what it has historically been. Correct. Okay. So QB1 this year would be, but but my question in, in conjunction with this would be, do any of these actually say QB1? Like the one you have on yeah. the screen says mystery. So, well, and so there's no this position. one says, so on the autograph ones, they say 2023 XRC mystery autograph, Prism Redemption, and then the player oh, this is, is different. XRC Auto 1. Now, Interesting. if you go over to the non-auto card, it says QB1. It says QB1. Yeah, that's why. That that actually, okay, I, I'm just going to come right out and say that this basically confirms what we've been talking about so? for months now. They've never done that before. What before have they be, said? Well, look up like a, tr- oh, man. Okay, yeah. So yeah. like a 2021 Panini Select XRC. Correct. All right, let's see. Let's see what we got here, folk. I am very curious. Yeah, because now we got to find a redemption of it, first of all, which is going to be tough at this point. Yeah, okay. Well, if you have any thoughts, I can look it up. No, no, I like the dead time. No, no, I'm looking at myself because I am curious. Okay. But in the past, I am almost positive these have been very specific. This is who it is. Um, Like, there's not, like, like, when you say this, like the person's name. QB, not not the name, but but the position for sure. Okay. I do think that's kind of weird. Yeah, see, all these ones on eBay are live. Like they've already been fulfilled and being sold as yeah. is. Dang, I'm that's got me curious though. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, 
all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. All right, so we just took 19 minutes like idiots looking. (laughs) So they did this the same way uh, last year. Okay, so not different. Right, because I'm looking at the Trevor Lawrence, and it says... Uh, card set 2021 XRC Mystery Redemption, uh, Mystery Autograph Tie Dye Prism Redemption, card 241 XRC Auto One, and it ended up being Trevor Lawrence. Bring up the picture of the one you just showed me, though, the one you had for Bryce Young. Oh, yeah. Because now I want to know if there's anything different about this. But see, like that back then, this, like even the breaker has written Jags on. Oh, but this also just sold. So this is the one that they're saying would be the Bryce Young, and it's called. 2023 XRC and mystery it's card 521 card 521. What card is Bryce young in that set? Mm, Do we know? I don't think we know. Well, he's not. Well, what one's that go right there. This is the, well, this is the other one. That's not the, yeah, auto. yeah but look at the card number 501. 501. And that is cute. So that would imply card five. Oh, five. Oh, one. But then quite imply there's 10 cards in between there. Here's the thing. I don't know. I don't know if like, like sometimes like is 501 just Bryce Young's number and it just changes the card. In other words, no, 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 I know what you mean. Yeah. Like card 501 is Bryce Young base or if it's this redemption, it's his, his prism redemption or it's his auto. Like, I don't know though, because Trevor Lawrence was 421 and Trevor Lawrence is not number 421. I don't believe. And then this one, I did find this card too from, this is from June of 2020. So this is from a 2020, uh, product for oh yeah 2020 xrc mystery autograph gold prism redemption and they listed it the same xrc auto one and this would be a joe burrow they're saying to 10 so yeah Part it looks like it's been done the same way yeah okay so that is so nothing the same, different then. so here's the thing too though there's nothing on there like even if bryce young doesn't autograph those things there's nothing that says they have. It has to be yeah, like it's that. It's a mystery autograph. So but okay, it, it's interesting. They were all mystery. I didn't know they were all labeled that in the past. That's us making a big assumption of being wrong. Zeppi Borelli, thanks for the question. Got it. I don't um, want to be wrong on camera. Not exactly sure on that one. Yeah, um, we'll see. Will Leahy wants to know what are your feelings on CSG and CGC merging into one and having a new grading scale for the third time in two years. I mean, did just, you see that? Yeah, give okay. up. That's my suggestion. <laughs> just, give up. just grade your comic books and Pokemon, man, and give up on sports cards. Just trying so hard, it's ridiculous. I, I am kind of surprised they hadn't done this already. It kind of <sighs> makes perfect sense of why would you have two different ones, but uh, whatever. Uh, that's that's the news that just came out that they are merging. John Boren, any football players to buy low and see if they get a bounce in season from unexpectedly good play? Uh, who's I'm in- not prepared for this question. To I'd like to hold it okay. to next episode. What are your thoughts on Zion? I do I, actually, you know, I, you don't have to answer that. I think there is a Zion question in here. Actually, uh, Ruben Mitchell, will Zion cards have the, uh, the Kim Kardashian effect uh, where they w- will gain more popularity after something could be released about after Zion? A tape is released. T- yeah, basically bottom line. I don't know. Zion is not in shape. It's not going to help. <laughs> Zion's card, if you, if anyone's wondering, is his base. Again, there are twenty two thousand PSA ten base base prism PSA ten is now doing sixty eight dollars. Oh, okay. Thought you understood the dramatic pause. It was because I was going to guess, but you're right. Oh, you were going to guess. I thought you were setting me up. Okay, cool. Why would I set you up? You're looking at it. That's (laughs) fair. Oh, I think I told you, but yeah, that's okay. Um, the silver's doing 533, surprisingly. I'm kind of shocked it's still doing that much, but actually, yeah, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, all right. There's that's crazy, by the way. Question. He's outselling Trey Young that much still. <laughs> Guy didn't step on the floor this year. There's t- Guy stepped nowhere but McDonald's into <laughs> bedrooms this year, and he's still selling like that. <laughs> so Ridiculous. Much. Dylan John Blatz wants to know just curious why someone might get a breaker to rip a personal case for them on a stream. If you're buying the case for yourself, wouldn't you rather open it in person? Oh, I've done it. I just saw time. Instant gratification. Hey, exactly. You have it. That's I want to see it. Yep. Yeah. And then they like wait. the excitement of being in a community and other people seeing their polls as opposed to sitting at home by, alone on their dining room table. Like opening cards. That's exactly why it happens. And the people, by the way, and I'm not saying, I'm not accusing this guy with three names who I don't want to say again (laughs) of this, but this, this is why there is, there are two different camps here and and both are fine. I would never let somebody else open a box for me. I want to do that myself. Yeah. Great. 
But you have to understand other people want other people involved and they want to see it instantly and they want to see the community get behind them and have it be this whole event. And so when that happens, it's just totally different. Neither is right or wrong. Yep, absolutely. They're fine. But people, it amazes me how often this comes up. Again, not this three-named person. Just in general, though, I would never do that. Then don't. Yeah. I don't care what you would do. Other people like to see it. There's another reason, too, which is the reason why I would choose to do this is because, one, I'm not 100. I know the players I like and the players I want, but there are other cards that are going to be in there that I'm not sure have value. And more than likely, I trust the guy I'm breaking with to know that answer. So he is going to then put them in penny sleeves and uh, card. Nope. Nope. Lo loader. Top loader. I couldn't think of that word for a second. Um, On his dime. Is it the I, YouTube? I couldn't think of that one. That'll be a short. Okay. Um, but yeah, they're they're paying for the top loaders penny sleeves and they know more about it and they're going to get them all right just so they're perfect by the time they get to me. That's a reason. Boom, roasted. John Loriani wants to know, someone needs to create a website dedicated to card shows uh, of which has a calendar for this, card shows. Another this has come thing, up since we started the show. Are you going to make your announcement? Oh, no, I'm not going to do it. Well, uh, I don't even know if I'm going to do that because I got some pushback that people didn't know if it was a good idea. Here, you know what? I am going to just say it. And you got pushback? People, well, not pushback. They just had some other thoughts that made me think like, oh, maybe this isn't the greatest idea. I started um, a website that I have not pushed forward with. It was basically ready to be released. And then uh, I showed it to a couple of people and they had some ideas that made me second guess it. But rateyourhobby.com. That was what it was called. Uh, it was basically, Do you own that address? Yeah. Um, sure. It was just going to be a site where you could go out there and tell us what you think about card shows, about breakers, about products, about multiple different things. And you could then there uh, it's not in use right now, but there's a rating system like where you Yelp. can have it's exactly like Yelp. There's stars. You can make comments and all this stuff. And I didn't do it because people were like, oh, you're going to get trolled so hard. People are going to go on there and just like talk crap and it's not going to actually be good. And I was like you know what, that's, there's a lot of really good points here. So I, I stopped pushing it, but if people think that's a good idea, I can do it. It does have like it for card shows. It did show uh, a thing as far as when next card shows yeah, were the calendar was nice. I don't know if that's something that people want. If you do message me or comment on Facebook and tag go to me his house. No, no, no. If you want to see over, it rink, knock on the door, 10, <laughs> there's drone Is that footage. Right? Is 10 the first couple? I would like you to stop right there, good sir. Thank you. That's a yes. John, oh, this is where I got the idea that Dame was traded. John Dudley says, I'm sure you'll talk about the Dame trade. We didn't talk about Beal at all. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about Beal either. <laughs> There's your opening story. Yep. Um, we're just going to cut all of everything else no, before this. I don't care. Um, but he says, but uh, what do you guys think about Topps Chrome Sapphire Tennis? John, you know as well enough to know that we have... No thoughts on that. He said the the Chrome product was like one of the biggest busts of the year. So he was hoping the Sapphire uh, would give it the the push it needed. I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> don't know if there's By enough the way, tennis stars out there to really push that product. So Bradley Beal gets traded to Phoenix for Chris Paul picks, whatever. There may be a third team involved. That's why they haven't ironed out the details. His Prism 2012 PSA 10 Prism cards go from 45 to 50 bucks two or three days ago. Mm -hmm. well, three or four days ago now. To 110 to 125 right now. What? For Bradley Beal, really? Yeah. Dang, Pretty I didn't wild. think he would. Another one, though. I don't know in what world you don't sell that this week and then just buy it back in three months if you want it. Even if you're like, hey, this is the new big three. It's going to be great. Yes. By the way, I don't love that team on paper. I'd still take Denver right now in six to win that series. Interesting. I mean, they can all score. Yeah. But Beal, Booker. KD. Yeah. I think it's like I've never seen Beal in a big game. Doesn't mean he's not going to be great when it happens, but he's never been in a playoff relevant game. And the other two have become spineless. So I'll take my chances with with Joker and Jamal and that whole squad. How old is Beal? He was a 2012 guy. What's the early 30s, I guess? Yeah, he's getting up there in age two. Okay. Um, but he can score like a mania. I mean, he's yes. very, very good. And he's been good in recent years, too. Yeah, so like, Yeah. Oh, he's 29. He'll be 30. Well, his birthday is June 28th, so he's 30. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, still some life left in oh, him for I, sure. No question. But, again, I just am like, I don't know. You get three guys who can all score and need the ball. I'm not saying it won't work, but the f hobby news, though, hobby relevance. Yeah, sell, sell now. I, yeah. yeah, I just sell everything and just come back for it. Uh, Tyler Rodriguez says, what is your opinion on white sparkle packs? Good investment product? I kind of like the white sparkle. They're SP packs, opinion rewards for different things. You A lot of times you get those for... Um, unfulfilled redemptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can be good. It's just a, it's, it's a crapshoot like any other pack. Okay. 
Um, I did also, when I put out the mailbag post, I asked guys what their favorite card show is besides the national. Um, a couple guys uh, commented Dustin Smith throughout the, uh, the, the names, the Avery's shoebox cards show in Lansing, Michigan. And then the, Ooh, how do you even say this? My Ships, mother-in-law is from Lansing, Michigan. Ship card show. Um, with B Sports, Brad Brad Beeman apparently puts that on in Shipshawani, Indiana. If you guys are in the area, D- Dustin thinks you should go to those card shows. There you go. There's a little plug for him. Eric Wiesenforth, I love that last name. Are you fire selling or buying the dip on Zion and Jaw cards? Not right now. I think there's potential to buy both, but there's no reason to do it right now. Okay. David Wang, you have $1,000 and can travel back in time to any national in the past 10 years to buy a single modern card to sell as this uh, this year's national. What year and card are you going for? I looked this up. I know what I'm going for. The Jordan 10. But what was it going for? Did you Do you know for sure? 10 years ago? Yeah. Well, it, it could be anywhere in that 10-year period. No, no. I would obviously go 10 years. I can tell you in just a second. Card sure. ladder, sales history. Ever heard of it? Doi. Well, um, actually, that's what I used to pull up mine. And I went with, of course, it's not here anymore. Uh, the Patty Mahomes rookie, because it was a first selling for like. Oh, that's not a bad one. Like $14 or something like that. Uh, absolute crazy cheap. And now it is obviously much, much, much more talking, than that. What card are you talking about? Um, I believe it was the silver. Um, so 10 years ago was 2013. And I would have bought a lot of them with that $1,000. Okay. So June 26, 2013, 8,500 bucks for an MJ 10. Yeah. I think mine, mine's the better idea. For a really nice one, you can still get about 200. So Ooh, what is a Brady going for back then? So to to throw on uh, the additional detail that was needed here, the Patty Mahomes Silver yeah. 2017 Prism, uh, when it, you know, January 30th of 2018, these, these things all the way through till, I don't know, the end of 2018, they were selling for below $50. I would have bought up as many of those as possible because in the height of the market in 2021, they're selling for almost 10 grand or over 10 grand. What's that? A hundred X. But right now they're selling for like 3,700. So not a bad one. Not a bad one. Yeah. These are not, these did not a hundred X. So that is our advice to you guys. Go back in time yep. and do that. What That's we correct. said. So easy enough. Brian Schaum wants to know, um, Jesse, can you and Mike come to the Chantilly card show this weekend? It's a great show. Always impressive. You've been to this card show, right? Chantilly. Yeah. No. Oh, you haven't. Nope. Isn't this in Boston or no? No, no, it's in Virginia. Oh, I'm way off then. I apologize. Um, but I've it's funny because you've talked about it though, right? It's a big show. I've never gone, uh, but yes, it's a massive show. I hear always hear good things. Yeah, I do too. But I don't hear I don't really have anything useful to say about it though. Yeah, at this point, I think the next show we're the at national, is the then national. I'm out. Yeah, then I'm out because I'm just point. out of cards. Done. Well, the kid's coming at some point here. What are you gonna do? I can't wait to meet Teddy. Dave LT Holtzclaw wants to know. Can you reach out to Fanatics and tell them to make the Mojo Autos and Bowman Megas first? Seems like an yeah. easy win for them and the customer. Did you want to, are you calling them now or you want to wait till after? It's funny, Fanatics, I literally just got a message. Don't shoot the messenger. Okay. Top's tribute has been delayed until 7-12. So not this Friday. Don't shoot that guy. I'm not going to shoot anybody, quite frankly. Well, good. Well, I'm thinking shooting you. Um, just would. Interesting. Okay. So tribute goes from the, oh, you know, because originally it was supposed to be the 24th. Oh, was it? I thought. That would be this week. And they're not, it's definitely not on the calendar. It might have so. been the 31st. Either way, that's okay. Uh, good to know. That's breaking news. Well, Chris Smith, which QB do you expect to have the best bounce back season this upcoming Tom year? Tom Brady. <laughs> he could be good, bro. You he, know, I mean, again, I'm boring. I think two is going to have a great year. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a great season. And, and I know this is not popular, and I was completely wrong about it last year. I just think Russ Wilson is too good to go out. I know. Stop it, dude. I don't feel good about it. (laughs) Okay. You heard it here first, folks. Russ, he's doing it this year. Uh, Brian Bulaga Housesmith, new new jeans or black pink? Just answer the question. I didn't hear the first. New jeans. What is that mine? Is this day one of podcasting, bro? It was a, a, a 
a push notification. I went to silence it so I could pay attention. Oh my God. Let just... me get the candy bag again. <laughs> what was the first word? New jeans or black pink? Black pink? Yeah. Or new jeans. Black pink, like two colors? Uh-huh. New jeans. I don't know. I don't know what okay. black pink is. Black that pink. is his favorite K-pop. There we go. Carlos is in. <laughs> God, Carlos, go shave your beard and we'll talk. Everyone I don't loves care for K-pop. Michael loves K-pop now. Nope, I don't care uh, for it. Stevie Jen, Jeno. Are those band Janowski. names? There we go. Nailed it. Yes, they are. Uh, Did you see on TikTok somebody commented? He's like, I'm 58 years old and even I know. Oh, that was on was YouTube. Like, yeah, You think I that's that. a good thing? <laughs> You're somebody's grandfather. You listen to K-pop? People love K-pop, bro. Stop. Old people do not love K-pop. And if you do, you have issues. If you found out your grandfather liked NSYNC, would you have a problem with that? Dead as a doornail. Well, you, I have nothing else to say to that. Uh, Stevie your wants to know. grandparents are dead, too. What do you want to talk about next? Um, what would you do if you had all 80,000 group members in this group? Hey, uh, And they had a question for you for the mailbag. I don't think we ever have to worry about that, Stevie. I'm, I, it's a good question, I guess. I don't it know. is a question, Stevie. It, what? Oh, never mind. I don't want to. I don't think world. Stevie's never uh, has ever asked a question, so I felt the need to to say it. But it's not not my favorite question, Stevie. Thank you though for reaching out, Eric Charlesworth. What's a reasonable increase of price for local card shops to sell their singles and wax for compared to online prices? So if a Joe Burrow card is a hundred bucks on eBay on average, and a card shop is asking. 10 to 20% above that. I don't think it's egregious. I mean, I'll try to, I'll try to work them down, but I don't think that's terrible. Um, there he, is a discrepancy though in wax at times. I will say a lot of guys, myself included, would never buy loose wax boxes, like a box of 2023 jumbo. Yeah. I'm not buying a solo box of, of Bowman on eBay, but guys oh, will use that as comps. I'm like, you can, but how do I know the case? It wasn't bold. Yeah. I think okay. wax comps are much more difficult to read. It has to be, there's a little more Nuance is not a useful word, but I'm going to use it. But like singles, I just expect that a card shop going to pay a little more. If I'm okay with that, I want the car to do it. If I'm not, I'll go to eBay. Give me that percentage. What did you say again? On a single? Yeah. 10 to 20% maybe? Okay. He says like... Um, he but finds on wax, me- it could be much more. Like I said, if a, a Bowman box may be selling right now, let's say, and let's just go even numbers. Yeah. 2023 Bowman Jumbo is uh, $500 on Blowout and Dave and Adams, all the big boys. Mm-hmm. In a and sales on eBay are like four thirty one. Okay, I'm not like yeah. I'm yeah. not paying that. I'm not paying less on a shot that I get a, from a case that's been absolutely stripped down. Okay, that's fair. Um, but he's a, he makes the point that oh he has a point. There's twenty five. He's he has seen pricing be twenty five to fifty percent above what you would see online. Oh, don't buy on a single. It's ridiculous. And even on wax, that's pretty high. Fifty percent. Don't do it with. I actually, I don't know if I've ever asked you this question. Is it okay to negotiate or try to negotiate down the pricing in a card shop? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure you, someone would say you can negotiate anywhere, but absolutely. does that happen often? Do you find that guys will negotiate in a card shop? I try to negotiate almost every deal I ever make, period. Well, yeah. I mean, not with distributors and stuff. Yeah. I just, but, but yeah. I'm more curious if it's socially acceptable. Yes, it is. Okay. And if it's not, you're dealing with what the, we call a Karen. Oh, okay. A lot of those ones out there. The, the, the familiar term to me now is Karen oh. in the wild. No, well, there, but there is a term for male, uh, a male Karen. Marin. Carlos, what's a what's a male Karen? Do you know? You're hip. You're with it. Yeah, K-pop. <laughs> I don't know off the top of my head. Okay, that's well, okay. One for two. He knew black pink. He doesn't know male Karens. <laughs> he knew new jeans as well, I'm sure. Oh, that's um, new jeans. That's right. <laughs> Russ Dolan with our last question. Can you question. play some new jeans? I absolutely cannot. Um, Russ Dolan. <laughs> our last question of the day. Do you think card companies should package their products? Oh, I, I don't. You shouldn't be answering this question. Uh, do you think they should package their products in environmentally friendly packs? Mike, what do you think? Sure. I don't have any problem with that. Well, I'm I don't not going to pay. You have a problem. I'm not going to pay more for it. Sure. Exactly. Yes. No, but I, I don't, don't think you would. believe in a lot of that stuff. I don't <laughs> you really don't know what it is. Recycling. Or... I, I, I would recycle if I didn't have to pay to do it. I burn all my trash. I'm already saving Which is the, good because that I'm plastic needs to go somewhere. I'm already saving the environment. What more do you want me to do, Paul? True or false? My Tahoe is completely carbon neutral, bro. There is more than paper products that go into your fireplace. True or false? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My laughter that is, oh, every, is all we need to Everything know. from the card box goes in there, baby. The, true or false? The smoke coming out of your fire pit is mostly black. 
No, no, <laughs> no, probably not. Is that wrong? That's been your show. Is that oh, wait a minute? Sports so when I get a, a bunch of cases oh in and the packing God. peanuts are overwhelming, I don't know you're how saying they did don't it. burn it. I don't know how they do it in Lowell or wherever nope. you're from in Massachusetts. You're thinking of Lowell for the wrong reason. I was from another L. <laughs> I'd like to know how much of your time was wasted the rest of the weekend with that topic. By no, the way. it was good. It was real good. Um, that has Lawrence. been your show. That's what I said. You said Lowell, Haverhill. Haverhill. Same thing. Yeah. Well, just as they're all. How do they build their fires out there? I'm just curious. We're all thinking about going back to my 20th reunion next I'll year. I'll be there. You know, Jesse's going. I'm going. We're gonna go bar hopping in downtown Haverhill. Baby. I want to know if anyone listens to the show that knew Mike growing up. So that you know, hasn't funny? already reached out. I to have him. a couple customers I know of. I say customers, the guys I've spoken on social mm-hmm. that went to schools with me. But they didn't. Know I him. have literally not heard from a single. Oh, what what was the stupid? Oh, uh, the Woodia Wildcats, Woodia Regional Technical Vocational High School. You I haven't talked not, to a single wild, Wildcat aside from like people who I was already friend. Gavin went there with yes, me yes, and Lance, yes. like people I knew in my personal life, but just other people. Yep, I've never had one. I have a number of guys from Haverhill High, not which one. was the Haverhill obviously yeah. just community high school, but not not a single one from Woodia. Other than Taylor, I don't think I've had a single Swiss? Hendersonville Commando say anything to me like reach that's out on kind of and i too. knew a lot like yeah, that's I, sad i was a I loser was in high school personality i was witty i am popular people like me apparently not no i was not voted those things i was just nominated for them not a big deal uh that's your show i think you want to go ahead and end it or yeah i guess all right <laughs> <laughs> sports cards nonsense brought to you by the ringer podcast powered by spotify woody wildcats out oh commandos all the way